Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Top Down Podcast. Today, as always, I am joined by my friend Kung Fu Connor, and we will be doing a highly requested podcast today on console wars. But before we get into it, just a few housekeeping items. Once again, if y'all would like to join our wonderful community, there is a Discord link in the description below. It just gives you a little bit of some insight, and you can also talk with us if you want to. Also, there is a Twitter. Um, if that's your thing, go ahead and uh, follow that link as well. And if you prefer to listen to these instead of watch them, there is an anchor link that will allow you to listen to these on Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever floats your boat. Now, sorry, one more thing. Um, in the last episode, we mentioned about how we would now be streaming on Twitch. Unfortunately, due to technical difficulties on my end, I will be unable to stream for the foreseeable future. I will, of course, let you know when that changes. But until then, the We Post Weekly Twitch will unfortunately be dormant. However, Kung Fu Connor will still be streaming at the no normal stuff that he said last week. And on Wednesdays, I will still be streaming with him. So if you go and watch twitch.tv slash Kung Fu Connor, at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesdays, you will still get to hear me. You will just be watching Connor. Yeah, you'll get to see the good side. <laughs> this is true. He is better at video games than I am. <laughs> it's not hard to beat you at games, but yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, with that said, we'll go ahead and just hop right in. So uh, Connor, Console Wars. Uh, they're stupid. And if you think you have supremacy over someone because of the console that you own you're an idiot <laughs> all right podcast over let's wrap it up no but um <laughs> i i can get the wanting to have the best of the best things and i can get why people want that and how people uh rationalize that um however this is a hobby you're supposed to have fun and if you try to gatekeep it, you're an asshole. <laughs> Anyone uh, can play any game on, well, not any game on any console, but anything that they want to get their hands on and play and have fun, they should be able to do it. You should not criticize them for them or criticize them for it. And you should not say, oh, your stuff is trash. I have the better console. It's stupid. You're an idiot. And you're just not a fun person at all. <laughs> like, no one likes you. But with that being said, I can have like a friendly discussion and like a playful manner about things or like and discuss the differences between the consoles. But they are essentially the same. There's no extreme difference between any PlayStation console and any Xbox console within the same generation, of course there's going to be differences with like between the PS2 and the Xbox Series X. But in the same generations, they're essentially the same. There might be like 0.1% better at something, or one megabyte more of hard drive, but they're the same. <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned that because... So I found this hilarious. When I was doing research into if I should get the Series X or the PS5, Xbox clearly just felt like like you just said everything is just like 
one number better than the PS5. It makes no difference in the end, but they just wanted to be able to say, hey, this is better. So everything is just like point one, and I, I just find that so funny. Yeah, I mean, even though it is technically better in like hardware stuff, it's not that much better. Like, imagine having two race cars racing and one has like wheels that have, you know, better traction, but just only like adds one second per lap. Actually, that's a really good race car. That's a very bad analogy. I was about to say. <laughs> okay, imagine you had like two turtles, right? But one's shell was just like had like this orange dot. They're the same turtle. They're the same shell. One's just got an orange dot. It's there the we go. Better analogy. <laughs> it's kind of cool. You know, you've got an orange dot. Oh, that's pretty cool. But it's still the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I definitely agree with you. Um, I, I will say for any, everybody who's curious, I am an Xbox person, but it is not that I think PlayStation is bad. I personally, um, the Xbox 360 was the first one I got. I liked it. I kept with it. I like Microsoft. And uh, I also, the biggest thing for me is the controller. And I know that PlayStation always releases a like Xbox version controller for their PlayStation stuff. but. Um, I don't know. That just kind of seemed extra to me, and I just never bothered to switch. I'm perfectly content just staying with Xbox. And I do think that leads into something that's worth talking about. In general, with the console wars, I don't see people switch. I feel like once you get the one, you just kind of stick with it. Like, you just kind of keep going. So, the like the the it really only matters for, like, a new person as, like, when they're when they're getting it. Like, I don't know. You can tell me if you if you experience stuff different. But in general... The only time I see people switch is when they go get a PC, not like to the to the other the dark side, so to speak. Yeah, um, it's just like a loyalty type thing and just uh, people being wrecked or not recognized, being not comfortable. But what is the word I'm looking for? I'm just going to say people just like to stay with the same thing that they've had. Like if you have an iPhone, sure. Androids aren't that much worse than iPhones or that much better than iPhones. However you want to look at it. But usually once you have an iPhone, you kind of learn how it works. You learn how the interfacing and the, all the apps and the app store works. So you just kind of stick with that. And I think that's the main thing with people with uh, Xbox and PlayStation is that you learn how the Xbox works, you learn how the menus are set up, you learn how the store is set up, and you just stick with that one because you're familiar with it. Why change it and have to learn something else and be confused by something that isn't what you already know? So yeah, I would agree with the statement that people stay with the same console once they are within a console. Like once Once they've said, I'm playing on xbox then they'll probably stay there until they move and get a pc or they stop playing video games <laughs> yeah and then i feel like that leads into the the thing that everybody always goes to and that is the specific exclusives for each console of which i definitely can't say like obviously playstation wins that one um just for the pure fact that they have more like even if your favorite game ever is halo 
it's kind of hard to say, well, that means Xbox has better PlayStation exclusives when they just gen like they they PlayStation just has more. So uh, of course, and they're normally when they put them out, they're in conversations for Game of the Year and stuff. So like I I, I can't say Xbox is better there. Um, <laughs> but that, I feel like that maybe be a whole other argument about exclusives itself. But yeah. I feel like PlayStation has the edge on that one, that area. But even with that, it's still like if you don't ever play, you know, a couple of games, you're going to be fine. Like your your life isn't going to end. You may <laughs> miss out on something and you can just watch it on YouTube. I know that's probably not as good as playing a video game in some people's cases, but you still get the story and you still get some enjoyment out of it. Or you get, you know, the RPG elements out of it and you watch someone level up and get gear and stuff like that. And you kind of learn the game as you would as if you were playing it, which you can still get enjoyment out of it. So even though people probably wouldn't get a PlayStation just to get exclusives, some have. And the ones who don't can still get enjoyment from watching videos, watching streams, reading reviews, stuff like that. Yes, I know a bunch of people who do not play video games, but their favorite thing to do is to watch YouTubers or streamers play the games that they would play if they did. So there's definitely, yes, <laughs> I was just agreeing with you, sorry. <laughs> You're good. With that being said, I would, I don't want to say you should play every game you can get your hands on because you might get in money trouble, but... I would say if you're, you know, in a good financial standing, you should try to get games that you play, games that you think you'll enjoy and play them, whether they're on PlayStation or Xbox, because games are fun. They tell stories. It's just like going to the movies and you can get some, I don't want to say life lessons, but like fulfillment out of your life as long as you don't go crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't go dropping millions of dollars on a sports game. I mean, technically, if you want to, feel free to do that. But in general, I can advise. Not if you want to. We do not advocate addictions. (laughs) Yes, um, you are not allowed to be addicted to pack. Um, I do not advise spending millions of dollars on a game that will essentially be obsolete in the in the span of a year. If you want to, you know, if maybe you get some birthday money and you. You feel the, the the need to do it just for fun here or there, you know, that's fine. I mean, also, of course, if you're a millionaire, like like Connor said, if you have the ability to and that's the you want to spend your money, feel free to do it. We just don't advocate it. Yes. And I was saying that to say this, that if you only have enough money to buy one console, you're fine. It doesn't matter which one you get because of the statements we've said earlier. They're essentially the same. Go to like Walmart and pick up a controller from each console and see like, oh, this one fits more comfortably in my hand and then buy that console. It's that easy of a decision. They're the same. Or if you're like, hey, I don't like the way the PS5 looks. It looks like a Wi-Fi router, as a lot of Mm -hmm. people have stated out. Or you're like, hey, I don't like the Xbox Series X because it looks like a mini fridge. Get the other one. (laughs) You it doesn't matter. They're the same, essentially. Of course, they have differences, but they are essentially the same. And it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Yeah, especially now. The old issue used to be that you had to get the console your friends had. 
but with cross-platform becoming a thing and we are entering this era where a lot where games almost have to do it now it's even more not going to mean that much when you can have an xbox and play with people on playstation doesn't matter if your friends are going to quote unquote leave you behind or whatnot i think that the biggest thing in like the console wars is just straight money and cross play has kind of like it has cut into like oh how can we make the most money like can we hoard this and make more money off of it or do we just like give it to xbox as well or give it to playstation as well and let them make money too so cross platform is like people don't have to have certain consoles they can have whatever they want and there isn't as much hoarding of stuff within the video game industry, I don't think, anymore. Yes. We, we can see this by MLB The Show now putting their game on Xbox and making it cross-platform. Although I guess technically you could say that maybe they wanted to attempt to double their player base to get more money, but... I'm choosing to to think that they just decided to <laughs> to do a quality of life check and just help. Like I, once again, this could be a discussion for later. But I, and I don't know if I've mentioned this in another podcast. But I personally am not the biggest fan of console exclusives. I understand why they're a thing. I just don't necessarily like them. I feel like every game should be available to every person, and then if they want to get it, they'll get it and have fun with it and whatnot. Money. That's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, of course I understand it. I just don't necessarily agree with it. I mean, that's all that people in video games are trying to do is trying to make money. And I think that's probably one reason why the console wars are a big thing is that people are like, not even the consumer companies may even be, hey, come buy our console. It's better than the PlayStation 5 because of this. They're just wanting money. It's straight advertisement. It's marketing. It's not quite what the word I'm going to use, but it kind of is, and that's propaganda. But it's just trying to get you to spend your money on their product, and that's all it is. And I think that's really where the console wars stemmed from. Yeah, and you can make the argument that visual entertainment, I guess I'll say, has started to follow the gaming ideal where... The, you know, every single company has their own streaming service now because they're like, hey, if you like our movies, you have to pay for this service to watch them as opposed to just, you know, all in one. So, like, that's almost like kind of the the same idea in that it's just money driving it all. Yeah, I think one thing that has shown up even with other consoles. So besides PlayStation and Microsoft, which is really where the console war is happening. But you have other companies like Google is like, hey, let's try to make a console. And they did. And then they didn't. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And it was all because of money. Google just dumped a bunch of money in. They said that's a loss. They backed out. So I think the console wars is not only saying like clashing the players against each other, but it's also preventing other people from coming in. However, I do think if someone were to make, you know, a good attempt besides Google, I feel like they just have so much money. They're like, let's throw money at the problem, see what happens. Okay, it didn't work for six months, throw it away. But if someone actually came and made a good attempt, I feel like they could do it. But I think that Console Wars has made that even harder. 
because people are like, oh yeah, you're not a PS4 or Xbox. So I can't I can't play on you. I can't use that console. Yeah, especially, and I'll just go ahead and bring in Nintendo because I know everybody's thinking it. Hey, what about the, I don't want to say ugly step cousin or whatever that phrase is, because of course Nintendo is a gigantic powerhouse. But uh, a lot of the games that are cross-platform that you can play PlayStation and Xbox, even if they have a game on the Switch, you can't play with Switch people. It's not... Um, it's I, its I own guess, entity. Yeah, it's just everything is... So, um, in my personal opinion, I've always viewed Nintendo as, like, the family company. Most of their lineups... Are, or most of their most popular games are their own exclusives that they don't give to anybody else. And even though they are now with the Switch opening up to other like AAA studios, like, hey, put port your game to the Switch, their primary money is still going to be put on Mario, Kirby, Sonic, Link, uh, or sorry, I should say Legends of Zelda. So like I, Pokemon. So I've just always like, um, you know, uh, I, I just kind of always felt like Nintendo's never going anywhere and subtly they like, quote unquote, I don't want to say won the console wars, but like they don't actually, they're not in the fight and they're just reaping all of the benefit. Uh, myself personally and my friends that I had, we all had Nintendos as a kid. We played them with our family. We played them with our friends. And there was like a point at which you graduated to an Xbox or a PlayStation. And I feel like that's just forever going to be the thing. And then ironically, for nostalgia's sake, I got a Switch. <laughs> and I'm using it to play old NES and SNES games. So like it's, you know, the, the circle of life and Nintendo will forever just have us by the balls, if I'm allowed to say that. It's your podcast, really. So you can say whatever you want. I don't I don't know what you <laughs> Anyways, I think Nintendo has been unproblematic in the console wars where they're just like, yeah, we're Nintendo. We're making the Switch 2 next. And everyone's like, okay, that's cool. You know, they don't question it as hard as like, what's the specs on it, huh? How how fast is the upload time? How How much memory does it have? It's just Nintendo's making this new thing. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Which yeah, I Nintendo's think that... Australia. What? Nintendo is Australia. They've just existed and they're great, but they've never really been in any of the war. Okay, sure. Um. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Fuck, what was I going to say? I'm sorry I threw you off there. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I feel like that's how PlayStation and Xbox people should be as well. It's like, oh, cool, the new consoles are coming out. And, you know, just kind of, you know, they're going to be the same. Just pick whichever one you prefer. But the companies, I don't think, will ever allow it. Because they'll just be like, each time they come up with a new console, it's like, hey, Sony, when are you putting out your new console? Or November 2024? Okay, we'll do the same. <laughs> okay, what's your specs over there, Microsoft? Eh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, we'll make it 0.1% better than y'all. Take that. Ha, ha. Y'all doing a digital edition? We're doing a cloud edition this time around. Get on our level. And then they get on their level. And everyone's like, I don't know what to buy. They're the exact same. It's just yeah. the companies. That's all it is. It's big video game companies. I'm conspiracy. Get my tin hat, Jacob. Where's it at? 
Did you make it out of foil? Does it got a point on it? Yes. Um, So you kind of touched on this earlier and then you just touched on it again. So I'm going to go ahead and bring it back. Another thing, another era that we are entering with gaming is cloud gaming. And uh, of course, as you mentioned, Google had the Stadia. Amazon just recently launched the Luna like six months ago, I think. And essentially you have some sort of dongle connection to a TV or you can sign in on a, a laptop, a phone, a tablet, what have you, and you can have your games whenever you want, and all you need is the controller. It works on a Bluetooth, and um, boom, you're good to go. That's just kind of the idea behind cloud gaming. And I would say that one day maybe a, a Luna or a Stadia could could shove itself into the ring. However, PlayStation and Xbox did their quote-unquote own versions of that in uh, the Game Pass and is PlayStation's called PlayStation Now? Yes, uh, it is called PlayStation Now. So you pay a subscription each month, much like you would do with Luna or Stadia, and you get access to any games that are inside the library, much like Luna and Stadia, and you can download them as long as you have the space, much like Luna and Stadia, <laughs> and then you can just play to your heart's desire and delete and download as you feel fit without the feel of wasting money so if you're like an avid gamer or even just want to try a bunch of games you can pay you know xbox you get a it's a dollar a month for the first month or three depending upon the the deal you might get and then uh it's 15 dollars a month normally i don't know what it is for playstation now but in general if you're a big gamer 15 dollars a month probably doesn't seem like it's that that bad the interesting thing that the luna and the stadia are attempting to do though is with cloud gaming, their idea is that space shouldn't matter. And what I mean by that is, so of course, one of the big things with the PS5 and the Series X is that you're supposed to, the speed is supposed to be immense and you can start your games with the snap of a finger. For some games that allow it, you can jump back and forth and the game will literally save your spot without you having to restart it and like jump back in, whatnot. Uh, I forget the, I think it's called quick access, quick return, something, quick something. And it was quick resume. And then it resumes you back in to the game you were just playing Um, with the Luna and the Stadia. That's their main goal. Every game that you get because it's in the cloud is supposed to be, it starts instantly. It picks you right back up wherever you left off. And you can do that with like 10 games at once. So whenever that becomes a big enough of a desire is maybe when cloud gaming can be like the new hip thing in the console war, but I don't think it's there yet. And I don't know if it ever will be quote unquote, of course it, it might, I don't know. Yeah. I think it has to be someone else has to come in and make a good enough attempt to be like, Hey, our console is actually up to par with Sony's and Microsoft, or maybe even just a little bit better. I think that's when they're like, okay, maybe we should do what they're doing. So what you're saying is Sega is going to make a crazy return and they're going to come out with the Genesis uh, 5.0. No, that's not what I'm saying. (laughs) But I I think that you are right in that that is the next step uh, of just like the console wars and gaming in general is cloud gaming. Yes, cloud gaming, and then I would be remiss if I didn't also include VR gaming. Um, Of course, PlayStation has their PlayStation VR, Xbox does not. But then you have every phone has their own like mini version, and then of course the Oculus, which is the main rival of the PSVR. 
in general, so I have a phone VR, so I cannot play as much of the immersive games as you can on Oculus or uh, PS VR. However, I have played with an Oculus before, so I do have some experience. In general, as cool as VR is, I feel like specific genres such as horror work great and other genres such as action just don't. And so until that balance is blended well, I guess, with a VR, I don't personally see, like, for instance, the Oculus, since that's the solo version, taking over and, like, everybody just goes to get an Oculus and removes themselves from an Xbox or something like that. Like, I see VR more or less being an attachment like PlayStation did. Because it, it just, and obviously, the Kinect is dead. But um, it feels to me like the Kinect almost, where I forget what PlayStation's version was, but when it was like, hey, you can move without a controller, and then that's like, that just didn't catch on. <laughs> so, yeah. um yeah, I feel like VR's like it's. I don't think it'll have the exact same fate as Connect, but I don't think it'll ever like become the top dog. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think VR stemmed from Nintendo and the Wii, because it was the. I don't want to say it was the first one because I may be wrong with it, but I'm pretty sure it's the first one where like you move the controller, and that was how you did stuff in the game. I'm going to say yes and no, because obviously the whole idea behind the Wii was that, so that way you were to get your body moving. However, there were GameCube games that had different attachments, where if you did stuff with the controller, it made stuff happen in the game. Of course, the console itself wasn't revolved around that, so that's why I said yes and no. Okay, but it was still Nintendo, right? Yeah, I think Wii was technically first as far as here's the controller, you put it in your hand, and then the hand movements is what's going to control the screen. Yeah, so Nintendo VR. Early access <laughs> VR. Anyways. Early access VR. Um, I, I kind of want to shift into something that I feel like, even though we have been trashing on the console wars and how stupid they are, I do think it's necessary. Only for the fact of advancement in video games. Because if there wasn't companies competing against each other, and there wasn't this competition between like the two top consoles, one would just have it, and it would stay the same. There would be no incline, or as great of an incline as there has been. Yes, 100% agreed. Competition is what makes people be forced to create good product yes i mean pong came out what 30-ish years ago 1980 something hold on i'm gonna look it up <laughs> yeah so at, somewhere around 30 years ago and now we have games oh my god i was off 1972 for some reason my brain said 81 but i was very off okay so 40 years ago so 40 years it's kind of a long time in the span of like technology advancement and anyone's like that. But you go from a 2D like volleyball thing to a game where you can have someone scanned in essentially. You can put little motion capture suits on them and then they are the actor in the game. That's only because competition between video game companies and the people who sell the consoles. If the consoles were not equipped to do that, then those games would not have been made. And that has only been 
because of competition between Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, Atari, Sega, every other company that's made a console or attempted to, uh, excluding, I think, KFC. I don't know if that was a meme or an actual thing where they said that they had a console coming out. I have no idea what you're talking about. Would that be hilarious if the Colonel started promoting a gaming console? <laughs> but anyways, that is a very, very, very good thing that has come with the console wars. Probably the only good thing. Maybe like one other thing that I'm not thinking of right now. Yes, I agree. And I will make the analogy of Madden has gone downhill because 2K stopped making football games. 2K has gone downhill because EA stopped making basketball games. You need the competition so that way there's a reason to put out good product. I know I already said that, but I'm just reiterating your point because it is very crucial. Yes, I mean, when was Call of Duty in its heyday? When Battlefield was really good. Yes. Now Battlefield's bad, so Call of Duty's gone downhill. It's like, oh, we don't have to compete with them anymore. Just put out the same stuff we've been making. Yep. And you... Story games have continuously gone up because, of course, there's thousands of companies trying to make the next game of the year game and trying to beat out these AAA games who have hundreds of developers, artists, programmers, and just management that is pouring hours and lifetimes into games at this point just to make a game that's going to make a lot of money and a lot of people happy. And I think that all stemmed from people wanting to compete and then the consoles making it able for those games to be played. Okay, I'm done with I that agree. right now. <laughs> no, you're good. I agree completely. Is there anything else you have on your mind? PC gamers. <laughs> um, Remember how that I talked about that graduation earlier where you kind of start playing Nintendo games and there comes a point where you graduate to PlayStation Xbox? I feel like nowadays and even before nowadays, just in general, then there's a graduation to PC because, you know, you can do a lot more with PC. You can have I know that the Series X and the PlayStation 5's goal was to be more compatible or I should say more comparable to um pc so that way not as many people were leaving but of course the pc is still going to be bigger better faster stronger especially if you can put the money into like a gigantic powerhouse of a device so yeah pc definitely has it good but the reason why i bring this up is because you may have heard the term the pc master race and i have often found that uh, the majority of quote-unquote like toxic players that i run into are pc players <laughs> not not to stereotype or anything but uh kind of the same thing from earlier we're all playing video games get off your high horse just just have some fun say it louder for the people in the back (laughs) we are all playing video games get off your high horse we're all trying to have fun yes and i can understand wanting to be competitive but there's no need to be toxic Overwatch had that problem, and Daddy Jeff had to come out with a statement, didn't he? (laughs) Just gonna reference Dead by Daylight. There is a post game chat, but only people on PC can use it. And uh, my friends who I have who play it on PC will purposely leave the game like as soon as possible because apparently that chat 
it's so toxic that even if the guy was terrible he will start just just roasting everybody for no reason like saying all the stupidest stuff and it's it's there there's a point where it crosses over from 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 funny to just disappointing yes and that is what i really wanted to get in this podcast is that this is a hobby right you play this for fun in your free time the majority of people i should say there are of course people who have jobs out of this but yet they are still doing this because they enjoy it and have fun doing it so that is what you are doing this for to have fun and yet you want to be an asshole <laughs> i don't want to know you ever if that's who you are just play games Play games with friends. Be good at games if you can. And if you want to, that's cool. But don't be the guy who's like, yeah, I have a 2-5 KD in COD. And I yell at everyone on my team when they don't get above an even you know, KD ratio in a game. You're just not yeah. a good person. Period. That is an excellent point. Something that I always like to preach even you were bad at video games at one point. You put in the time to get good. Don't get mad at other people who are putting in the time to try and get to your level. <laughs> There's no reason to talk down on people because you were once there. So just understand what they're going through. I, I, I kind of agree with that, but also not because, you know, people talk trash, which is kind of the, you know. Anyway. Yeah, I feel like talking trash is different. Like there are some times when... So like, as an example, um, it is not as common with Dead by Daylight because, as I mentioned, I don't have a post-game chat because I'm on Xbox. Sometimes I'll just be having fun, playing a game, what have you, and I'll start getting random DMs of people literally just saying F you to me or sending me, like, really bad emojis for no reason. Yeah, okay, I get what you're saying with that. Yeah, that's where I kind of am like, okay, there is... I'm glad that you find joy in, in in making sure that I'm upset for 15 seconds. Yes. And uh, same thing goes with console wars. Use your PlayStation. Use your Xbox. Be happy with it. Don't try to put any type of order over the consoles. Don't try to be higher up on the hierarchy or, you know, say that you're a better person because you own an Xbox or you own a PlayStation or you're one of the very, very, very few people who bought a Stadia. Um, and if you're a PC person, don't try to be... Don't... I don't understand why you're like, huh, consoles, that's that's so weird. I don't know why you'd even do that. You should get a PC. It's superior. Just don't. Some people just can't <laughs> drop that money on it. Just Agreed. have fun and shut up. <laughs> yes, this this whole podcast is just a PSA to tell the gaming community to be nicer to each other. <laughs> okay. I am finished, I think. I, I am also finished. I think that was a great place to end. Happy vibes. Don't be an asshole. Okay, I'm good now. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave a like and subscribe, and we will see y'all in the next one. Deuces.